Hi, you're welcome to Heels Combos. You guys are just gonna have to stick with this. I'm gonna keep saying you're welcome to Heels Combos because I don't have any other opening. I tried what up what up with Ryan in the last episode, it didn't work. <laughs> so I'm not gonna do what up what up. So yeah, you're welcome to Heels Combos, and I hope you were blessed with the uh, last episode that you listened to. So please always go back. Uh, the videos are there on the YouTube channel. You can always go back to listen over and over again, and do not forget to send in comments or questions. If there's anything that bothers your mind, it's open. Ask your questions. We're going to try to talk about it. And yeah, if whatever I can do to just provide. I don't have all the answers in the world, but we're trying our best within the Bible and with my guests to provide answers to your questions. So send an email, send a question, or send a, a, type in a comment or like it on Instagram, whatever you can. Just feel free to interact. I mean, that's what this uh, recording is for. So yeah, today, we're having a very wonderful topic that is also common to Christians. Like I said, I prepared a list of topics that, um, I mean, that affects a lot of believers in different places around the world. Some people do not ask these questions. Some people hold them in and they're afraid to say them out because they feel less of believers to ask these questions. But I want to address this question. So and part of that is talking about doubts, navigating doubts as believers. Is it okay to doubt? As a believer, you cannot tell me that all through your Christian life you've never had a moment where you never doubt. We all go through doubts. We hide it, we mask it, we try to smile around it, but we go through doubts. But is it okay to doubt as a Christian? How do we navigate doubts as humans or believers here on earth? So I have my friend here, Jamie. You want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Uh, I'm Jamie Ganam. Okay, yeah. So Jamie here uh, has been, how many years have you been a believer? I've been a believer since see just over five years. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. I'm sure the journey has been amazing for you. Yeah, it's uh it certainly has not just been this easy, easygoing trip. Um, I think uh, early on there was a lot of a lot of growth. Um, uh, but then certainly were, were times of, of doubts and struggles of um, yeah, uh, really beginning to, to wrestle through uh, what does it mean to be to be a Christian, and um, you know, I yeah, I, I think um, like like many people, there just I just felt almost stricken with doubts. Um, you know, uh, yeah, whether I was having a good day or a bad day, it's like oh man, things aren't things just aren't going my way. Like, is the Lord good? Is he is he here? Is he with me, our promise is still true, um, and so uh, I think, yeah, just really uh, want to be able to bless the people watching yeah. this uh, to be able to talk about doubts. That's that's amazing. Because the thing is, you know, uh, many people as believers when we come in. I come from I mean, Nigeria, and mm. when I got born again, this is now oh my god, it's, it's quite a long time now. Two thousand and nine, I got born again. I don't know how many is that? But I mean we had this mindset of being perfect. Mm. Everything had to go wrong. And so when you have a little bit of doubt, they make you feel like you're not being Christian. Come on, you're not supposed to doubt. You're supposed to just believe all through. Mm. And it made me feel like everyone around me, every Christian around me is having an all-time high. Mm. They never doubt. So when I doubt, I feel like I'm less of a Christian. So I start praying to God, oh my God, why am I doubting? I'm bad. Mm. So what do you think? I mean, how 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 have you navigated doubts as a believer mm. through your I mean, believing experience? 
and yeah, yeah just yeah to quote it. Yeah, so I think uh, to find the passage. Uh, one of the first things that um, yeah, going through doubt, something that that was really important for me to recognize is that um, God is is much bigger than my doubts. He can he, he's he's secure yeah. in, in in who God is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that his doubts don't threaten God. Yeah. Uh, that um, yeah, that, that there's a yeah he he he's he's God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, when I when I wake up in the morning and I'm not having a good day, I, I spend time in the Word and, and I read a hard passage. Um, God is still very much God. He 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 sits on the throne. Uh, Jesus has still risen. Uh, <laughs> there's no doubt in God's mind, uh, and so. Uh, I think that's, that's something to know is that, that God is not threatened by our, our doubts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the second thing is that there's uh, a difference between doubt and unbelief. Mm-hmm. Um, and so kind of the, the difference there is that, that doubts, uh, there's, there's a measure of uncertainty of, um, yeah, a, a, good, a good example is, is John the Baptist. Okay. Uh, so uh, in, in the gospel accounts, uh, John the Baptist has come, and he, he his whole ministry is preparing the way for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, there's a part where, where John is in jail, and, and John is, is, I think his disciples come to Jesus, mm-hmm. and they say, um, are, are you the one? The one, yeah, you're the one we're uh, waiting for. Should we, should we ask look for <laughs> or another? Or should we look for another? And so, and so this is John the Baptist. He's, he's proclaiming that Jesus is coming, that the Messiah is here. Yeah. And even he wrestles with doubts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think, yeah, and, and I know from the passage that the Lord didn't just smite him um, for, for, for wrestling with those doubts. And so, um, yeah, so God, God is very secure in, in, in who he is. Um, but our, our doubts don't necessarily equate to unbelief. That, that doubt, there's, there's uncertainty, whereas unbelief uh, would be there, that's certain I am no more. Yeah. I, I've rejected it. And so um, I think oftentimes doubt is really not a sign of unbelief uh, when we have these doubts, but it, it can really be leading us into a, a deepening of our faith. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That it's almost That's like true. the growing pains. Like when I was younger uh, and I, I started to grow up, I was going through puberty, um, my joints hurt because all of a sudden, like, I'm being pulled. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And so. Um, in that stretching, uh, there'll be moments of pain of like, oh, this doesn't, this doesn't feel really good. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that our, our doubts can lead us into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but our doubts shouldn't be dominating us. Yeah. Um, I think when our doubts, when we allow them to rule over us, mm-hmm. uh, they, they make horrible masters. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, when, when it comes to doubt, um, we, we should... We should take it seriously and, and really investigate these questions. Mm-hmm. Um, am, I, am I having doubts because uh, I'm not believing in God's promises? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'm not believing in what he says in his word. Am I having doubts uh, because I believe God's made promises to me that, mm-hmm. that he didn't really he make? Didn't, yeah. uh, and so I'm, I'm expecting him to hold uh, this bargain. But he never, he never signed he that check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I think it's, it's good to kind of... Um, yeah, really examine ourselves and, and examine where where's this doubt coming from, um, you know, and and even I think it, eventually getting to a point of doubting our doubts. Uh, <laughs> of, you know, we yeah we, we believe that Jesus has risen, yeah. um, 
that that takes faith or doubt to believe in my doubt mm -hmm. it takes the same measure of faith mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, actually I think it takes greater faith uh, <laughs> and so and so I think yeah and so I think um, yeah at a certain point kind of questioning our doubt and saying who are you, who are you to, to, to make these claims mm -hmm. uh, where where is this really kind of coming from mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, I, the part that you mentioned that I've never actually heard before is uh, this part of God is secure in himself. Mm. I think it, it hit me different now. God is secure in himself. I mean, he's not threatened by that. Mm. As human beings, I mean, uh, when you're in a relationship, because oftentimes uh, marriage is equated with God's relationship with us. Mm. And so as humans, when you're in a relationship with someone and you start feeling like they doubt you, yeah, you start getting insecure. Like, oh my God, is she gonna leave or is she gonna stay? But God is not threatened. Mm. So, where even if we doubt, He remains God. I mean, I think it's not part of Second Timothy where Paul was saying, even if we deny Him, He can't deny Himself. Yeah, He's still faithful. Mm. He will never be faithless to Himself. So, God is secure. So I think that's the wonderful part that you just pointed out, man. I think oftentimes people feel like it is wrong to have this doubt. Yeah. You pointed out John the Baptist. Another part that I see, I think, in John the 18 or 19 was Thomas. Mm. Yeah. When Jesus rose, mm. he didn't believe. He was like, no, until I see him. <laughs> yeah. That's when I believe that he rose from the dead. And Jesus appears to him. Yeah. And Jesus goes to him and says, feel my hand. Touch my body. This is me. This is Jesus. Re I mean, reaching out to somebody, knowing that he, the kind of person he was, and they still met him at that place. That you're doubting. It doesn't mean you don't believe in. Yeah, yeah. You're just doubting the reality of what's going on, and I'm here to prove to you. And I think that experience with Thomas would have strengthened his faith more. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. You said that doubt sometimes will draw us closer to God. Mm. I think there's a, we need to be able to differentiate between unbelief, like you said, and doubt. Yeah. When Paul, when James was talking in the book of James, I think James one, when he was saying that a man who doubts, like there's a different one. That's yeah. A divided loyalty. Um, you get loyalty to the world and loyalty to God. That's different from doubting things. You always, I have been in situations in my life where um, I've heard God say things to me, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, in the Word, I know His promises, but then somehow His promises are not looking like it. Hmm. I don't know if you've experienced this before, where you're so convicted about something, and then just when you feel, oh yeah, everything is going to go good, and then He goes opposite. Yeah. And you're like, did I really hear God? Yeah. <laughs> did the Bible really say so? And then you're in that moment of God. But one thing I came to learn in my life is. It is okay to express your thoughts mm. to God. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think you kind of hit that really on the head. Is that um, in the midst of our doubts, mm -hmm. uh, this this should not be kind of me by myself yeah. um, wrestling through in my own head of just thinking, oh, how can I how can I get through this? But but really taking them before God mm -hmm. uh, and 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 asking the Lord to help you uh, through these. Um, but I think secondly, another another really key component is to, to bring us before community yeah. uh, and to be going through this with community. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's in Jude 22 mm -hmm. uh, where 
Uh, it, it says to, to be to be merciful, merciful to those who doubt. To those who doubt. And yeah. so, uh, for those of us as believers who, who maybe aren't going through a time of doubts right now, yeah. uh, we really need to be gracious and merciful to them and help them, uh, and especially to remember the times when maybe we were wrestling with this of, you know, God, I thought you had this for me, and man, uh, I, at least I know personally, this past year did not look like what I thought it would. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that doesn't make God any less real, and that doesn't make his promises any less true. Um, I mean, something's happening um, in my community. I mean, I, I always keep referring to the African system that I grew up in. Mm -hmm. uh, it's almost difficult to express such a doubt in a situation. It's like the moment you say, I don't know why are these things, and somebody comes and says, Why are you talking like that? You're doubting God? Really? You're doing this? Then mm -hmm. that person feels so close there. Yeah. They can't talk anymore. And they start feeling like, I mean, anything that reduces your sense of identity is God. I don't think it's from God. Mm -hmm. So they start feeling less of themselves. They feel like, Oh, I'm not a believer. I'm doubting. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a bad thing to feel. God knows what we go through. Yeah. I think one of the, when we talk about, when we talk about Christmas and Jesus coming, I think one part that I, that I like from this is the fact that Jesus will choose, or God will choose to come and share the sufferings that we share. Mm -hmm. Just to stay in with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very crazy and countercultural in many ways. The, yeah. the world, does, the world certainly doesn't say, oh, God would come down to us. Yeah. Uh, anything's no, no, okay. you, you don't want to share in this exactly. <laughs> he comes in and he says, I'm with you, mm. goes through the same moment. And he, in the Garden of Gethsemane, when he was crying, the Bible says his, his, his tears were like drops of blood. Mm. He was like, God, would you take this away from me? He went through the pain, and when he gets to the cross, he then goes, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Mm. This is Jesus expressing, he doesn't, he knows God will never forsake him. Yeah, he knows. But this is Jesus expressing how he felt. Mm -hmm. God, you have forsaken me. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think, uh, at that moment, he's he's quoting the Psalms, and the Book of yeah. Psalms is full. Yeah, it's yeah. full of psalmists who are, who are saying, "God, how long will you turn your your ear away from? How long will you will you not hear our cries?" And exactly. Um, but but so many of them, they end in, in rejoice of, yeah. of saying. But, but I will remember, uh, right now, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm in the pit, but, but I will remember the days when I was in the Lord's courtyard yeah. and, I, and I, I praised Him. That's it. I mean, it's not wrong to express your feelings. Mm -hmm. he, he's our Father, after all. I think the, the difference between Christianity is showing us that we have a relationship with God. Yeah. So He's our Father. Mm -hmm. So when I'm in that moment of doubt, like Thomas, I express it to you. Uh, there was a time I, I was I was going to organize a conference and I felt the Lord led me to do this. But then while we're putting all this conference together, a lot of things were going wrong. Yeah. And I was crying. Nobody knew this. Mm -hmm. So I went back home. Right here. And then I started crying. I was like, God, I don't know what to do anymore. Mm -hmm. It feels like what you told me is not happening. Mm -hmm. And I just played this hill. I mean, it was a. Uh, we, what a friend we have in Jesus. Yeah. I just kept it on repeat. And I was like, God, this is how I feel right now. Mm. I feel like this thing is not going to work. I feel like nothing is going to happen. 
I don't know, but this is how I feel. I know you're a God, mm -hmm. but I just doubt everything this moment. But I believe that you're there. I believe all this, but this, I don't know. It's not going to happen. Mm. And I just slept off. And some part of me just saw peace. And then later on, I look back. Everything went perfect. Mm. But when somebody will look at me from the outside, don't think I had everything all figured out. <laughs> everything was going to be cool, but we all went perfect. Yeah. And I thank God. But I know that there were moments of doubts in there. Mm. Even Moses taking the people of Israel through Red Sea and all that, they had moments. Even Moses said, God, did you bring me out here to kill all these people? <laughs> yeah. I heard from you. I know you told me again, but did you bring me out here to bury all these people? Because, I mean, so one of them says, they didn't have enough space for graves <laughs> in Egypt, so you brought us out here to kill everyone. Yeah. They had moments of doubt. Mm. But he didn't threaten God. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't threaten his plan. So I think it's one thing that we believers have to be able to embrace that there will be moments. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between having doubt and having anxiety. Yeah. Anxiety is different. Uh, anxiety makes you worry and you want to take control. Mm -hmm. You want to start doing things. Doubt could arise out of, you know, you're not sure is God's promises going to happen. Uh, but one thing that Paul tells us, okay, instead of Allowing your doubts take control, like you said, over you. Bring them to God in prayer. Yeah. Make your petitions known. In thanksgiving mm -hmm. to God. Yeah. I, th I think I think Thomas to bring it all the way back full yeah. circle. I think Absolutely. Thomas is a good example of yeah. that. Thomas has these doubts. Mm -hmm. He doesn't he doesn't keep them to himself. If he did, we, we would never know. Yeah. Yeah. He, he wouldn't just, have been. He wouldn't have been marked for the rest of history as doubting Thomas. <laughs> doubting Thomas. Um, but he, he he brings his doubts and says like, I, I will only believe mm -hmm. if I can see it. Yeah. Um, and so I think, um, yeah, bringing our doubts before the Lord and asking Him mm -hmm. to help us through that, asking Him to show us. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think that He is faithful to answer. Yeah. Um, will we see the Lord's hands mm -hmm. uh, here and now? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> but yeah. but I, I do think. Um, I do think that Thomas is a, a really good example, example. Of, of bringing it before the Lord and the, the Lord being really gentle with us. Hmm. I think Thomas is representative of that guy who will say something that is in the heart of everybody. Mm -hmm. Everybody feels like they're not saying it, but he's saving for them. Yeah, yeah. I think that's who Thomas is. And I'm glad that we have that part recorded mm -hmm. in the Bible. Yeah. Because a lot of people have doubts. Even yeah. the ones who claim to look like they have it all figured out. There are times where they don't know it's going to happen. It's like a gamble for them. Mm -hmm. But what we're saying is, it is okay to feel this doubt. Uh, doubt does not necessarily mean that you don't believe in Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. I think, um, oh, I cannot remember which, which gospel account it's in, but the, I believe it's in Mark. Uh, the, there's a father whose uh, child has, has died mm -hmm. um, or is very quickly about to die. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and he comes to the to, to Jesus and he says, Lord, uh, only you can save him. Yeah. Only you can can heal him. Um, and he said, and, and he says, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Unbelief, yeah. And so, yeah, I, I think that that there there are countless examples uh, of times where where people they believe and they have faith in Christ, uh, but they still have their doubts. Yeah. Um, but the Lord is He's not measuring us by our our doubts. He's measuring us by our faith in Him. And so, um, I think 
yeah, really wanting to identify with our faith in Christ and not saying, uh, not identifying with our doubts, doubts not yeah. having our doubts be our Lord because, mm-hmm. man, they are a terrible Lord. <laughs> um, sometimes people feel like because I have doubts, all that means I'm not a Christian. You have faith in Him. He knows that you have faith in Him, but He also knows that you're human. Mm-hmm. That's why the Bible says in Hebrews 4 that we should come boldly to the front of grace to help to obtain mercy in times of need because we have a high priest who has gone through. The Bible says he was tempted in all points mm-hmm. as we are. So he knows what it means to be in this situation. And uh, he already told us that you, in this world you will have trials and you will have tribulations. Mm-hmm. But have, I mean, fear not. The faith is in him. Mm-hmm. So just focus on him. So we will have this moment where God, God has made a promise and you were sure you heard from it. You knew it was going to happen, but and then you come face to face with trials. Yeah, <laughs> and these trials don't respect you. Mm-hmm. They just come. I mean, he was talking about Joseph in the book of Psalms. He says, "Until his time came, the word of the Lord tested him." Mm-hmm. And when he says "tested," this was Joseph who had dreams that the stars were revolving around him. His brothers' thoughts were bowing to him. And yet the same guy was thrown in the pit. Mm-hmm. He was sold into slavery. He stayed in jail. <laughs> the person he interpreted dreams for forgot about him for about two years or so <laughs> before he remembered when it was confirmed. Yeah. Yet in all that, Joseph maintained his faith in God. Mm-hmm. I don't think there was a time where he didn't feel like, oh God, what's going on in my life? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure many times in the pit. Uh, yeah, as Soul he's being, being and... dragged in slavery, yeah. as he's uh, sitting in jail, mm-hmm. cer- certainly knowing the guy has forgotten yeah. about him. Yeah, uh, but he knows the Lord has not forgotten. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. I think that that's. I think it's David who uh, the Psalms help us with echo this mm-hmm. because when you read through Psalms, it's like you're having that moment of disorientation. What is happening? Why is everything falling apart? Like you said, God, why is it taking you so long to respond? Why it looks like my enemies are taking over me? Oh my God, the wicked, the wicked people are triumphing over me. Mm. And then again, he goes, yeah, I will rejoice in the Lord. And he keeps, I mean, it's like up and down. He shows us the story of one who's going through doubts, but expressing mm. his lament, his feelings, mm-hmm. and saying, I'm going through this. It looks like your promises are not going to come through. But then again, I remember your promises. I know you cannot fail. I know that your God is not threatened by my doubts. You remain God. Yeah. Whether or not anything happens. I think also in the Hebrew voice, mm-hmm. they said they wouldn't bow to the God that Nebuchadnezzar made. Yeah. And they said, our God is going to deliver us. Yeah. But even if he doesn't, we'll just pray. Mm-hmm. I think I like this. <laughs> we will doubt. It's normal for us to doubt. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I like this parts that you've actually stressed out for us as believers. My, my, my focus is just to make sure that believers don't die in their doubts. Mm-hmm. And you talked about bringing it to community. Yeah. You're talking about it with people. If you keep hiding it and be shameful about your doubts, it will ruin you. Yeah. When you don't talk about it, you're not going to hear from other and I remember when Paul was saying that there is no temptation that has taken you that is not common mm. to man. Whatever you're facing, somebody else is facing another <laughs> place. 
But God will not tempt you beyond that which you're able. He will make a way of escape for you. And so if if you think you're doubtful now, somebody or someone is also doubtful the same way. Mm. The problem is both of you are keeping quiet. Yeah. And so I think yeah, I think it is it needs to be brought forth into the light. Yeah. Uh, I think it needs to be brought yeah, into the light within community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you can call your doubt for what it is mm-hmm. and say, oh, well, in the, in the shadows, while wow, this doubt seemed really big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but when you bring it into the light, most often I think it's, it ends up not being the, the scary monster that you thought mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can have, yeah, other believers speak truth into it and yeah. say, hey, <laughs> I've wrestled with this, mm-hmm. um, and, and this is what got me through it. This is what the Lord taught me through it. Mm. Um, yeah, I think I think what what Satan, what the enemy wants us uh, to, to experience the most would be to to take our doubts mm-hmm. and, and to hold them up inside, mm-hmm. and to think, "Wow, uh, woe is me! I'm I, I'm so weak. I I'm always doubting." Um, Clearly, clearly the Lord can't love me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, he just start with just a small idea, mm-hmm. uh, plant the small seed of doubt, mm-hmm. and then instead of it just being taken care of, instead of exposing the doubt to the light, mm-hmm. He would rather you hold on to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, have you feel the sense of shame, yeah. this guilt? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which just we, we don't need to experience because we already know that the the Lord Jesus has, has trampled over that he's yeah. exposed it for yeah. what it is yeah yeah um, and so you say I mean bringing it out to community actually I think is the best idea I've had moments where you know when you feel like yeah I know I'm called to the ministry mm-hmm. the Lord has told me to preach his word but then you get to that point where you start doubting everything am I really fit for this mm-hmm. am I really called to do this oh my god who am I and then the more I'm thinking about it in my mind, the bigger it gets. <laughs> and then the less I'm committed. Mm-hmm. But then when I talk about it, and then I'm hearing from other believers who are saying, reminding you of God's promises, mm-hmm. uh, or you find somebody whom you respect so much tell you about the moment where they doubt. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, it's not just me. <laughs> yeah. I think the greatest doubt of the devil is to make you feel you're the only one going through this. Mm-hmm. You're among everybody here. You're the only one doubting. Yeah, throughout all of all of time, mm-hmm. only you. Yeah, you're the only one who's, who's wrestled with this. And it's yeah, you and I both know, and I hope that you guys will know that that's just it's a lie. It's a lie. Yeah. Uh, he, he wants us to feel like we're on an island, mm-hmm. uh, although you and I literally are an island. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the easiest way to get um, a ship is I mean, get it away from the herd, from, mm-hmm. from the flock. And then when you get it singled out, and then you can easily pounce it in. I think that's what the devil wants. Eh? But the idea of the church is a community of believers, and that's what Jesus wants. Mm-hmm. And so when we have a community of people, I think in 2 Timothy chapter 2, uh, Paul is telling Timothy, says, uh, pursue the Lord with those who call upon the Lord, pursue righteousness with those who call upon the Lord with the pure hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, which means in the community of believers, where people are calling on the Lord, it's easy to bring this thing out. Like you said, bring it out to light. Mm-hmm. Whatever doubts you have, find believers whom you trust. I mean, around them and talk about it. Most probably, or most certainly, they will talk about how the promises of God are higher than the doubts that you have. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that you're a bad person for having doubts. Thomas was not a bad person. Mm-hmm. He's fine. His place was never replaced. Of course. I mean, fortunately, yeah. he wasn't replaced. <laughs> he remained a disciple among the apostles. 
Yeah. Jesus didn't say, ah, you're doubting. After everything that you saw me do, yeah. he saw all the miracles. Mm -hmm. He saw the fish multiply. He saw bread multiply. He saw dead people raised. <laughs> Jesus didn't say, you're so stupid. You're so silly. Yeah. You're doubting. Mm -hmm. Peter doubted. Everybody actually doubted. I mean, when, when they heard that Jesus Christ rose from the dead, they ran there because they couldn't believe it. Yeah. That he actually rose from the dead. Mm -hmm. But he rose. And he didn't use it against them. He understood that they were humans. He reached to them at their point of understanding, their point of peace. And like you mentioned in Jude, he says, Be merciful to those who doubt, whose fates are wavering amongst you. There will always be people like that. Even Paul mentioned that be, be merciful. I mean, be careful of those who are sensitive in conscience. Mm -hmm. These people don't have that understanding yet. So if we have grown to that point where I don't think we ever reach that point of maturity. We're always growing. Always. I like how Tim Keller says this. Tim Keller says, if you get to that point where you think you're mature, then you're not mature. <laughs> yeah, because you just keep growing. <laughs> so, if we have got to that point where we don't have as much doubts, the kind of doubts that younger people have, mm -hmm. instead of looking down on them or trying to make them feel bad about it, we'll walk on them and say, mm -hmm. hey, it's okay to doubt. But in the midst of your doubt, God remains God. Mm -hmm. His promises never fail. He will always bring it true. So while you're going through this moment, Jesus is with you. Mm -hmm. And as your brother or sister in Christ, I'm also with you. Mm -hmm. I think that alone makes them feel unheard. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that, that that will make just a huge impact on them. Because just hearing that, oh, somebody understands what I'm saying. Okay, I have this doubt, but I'm gonna get it. Mm -hmm. And then when God, because in, again in my country system, we have this, uh, <laughs> the way they make it feel like once you doubt, you're going to lose out on the blessing. Mm. It's like, so I must guide myself on doubt. And then when something doesn't come, you start feeling, oh, it's because I doubt it. No. <laughs> That's not how it works. Yeah. God doesn't work that way. Mm. He's going to do what he's going to do. You've placed his faith, your faith in him for salvation, right? Then he knows you're growing. It would be so unfair for him to start saying, Oh, you stop. You, you started doubting that. I'm stopping. I'm, I'm not going to do it again. No. Yeah. That's not how it works. Mm. And I like that about God. And I think I want people to yeah, be able to embrace that part. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it just, um, you, you talked about um, yeah, experiencing doubt and mm -hmm. saying, Oh, I'm missing out on these, these blessings. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think it's, yeah, just a good reminder to always just continue to be going back into the Word in our doubt yeah. and, and knowing that, that He has already poured out, um, He's already given us all of these, how does he, Paul say, says it in Ephesians, uh, that, that the Lord Jesus Christ has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. Yes, yeah. uh, not that He will bless us, He has, he has already blessed yeah, us. And yeah. so, um, and it's not, oh, I'm missing out. No, He, he has blessed us with every yeah, spiritual blessing. And so, yeah, I think I think that yeah, just again and again as we as we wrestle through doubts, mm -hmm. as we wrestle through the uncertainty of Lord, where are you in the midst of, of this year? Where are you in the midst of um, yeah, just tragedy? All all of these different things is going back to His Word, um, reminding us of of who He says He is, yeah. um, and doing that within community. Yeah. So major things would be from Karen. It's okay. 
doubt. You're not a bad person if you doubt as a Christian. We all have our moments of doubt. I'm telling you, no matter what hero of faith you think, uh, the Bible shows us that there are so many heroes of faith who had their moments of doubt, but still God came through. Even Gideon doubted, mm. but God came through for him. But it's not a bad, you're not a bad person for doubting. But the major thing is, who are you? I mean, where are you putting this doubt? In yourself or exposing it to the light of God? Expose it to the light of God and you will see that God will guide you through it. Through the word and in community of believers. Um, it's okay to go through this. Jesus understands that he's with you. He doesn't make you less of a Christian. I need you to always remember this. Uh, yeah. So as long as you have the word of God, keep talking about it. I mean, expo- lament. Talk about it. No matter how you feel, oh God, I feel like you're not up there. Tell him. I feel like you're not up there, God. Tell him. Let him know. He doesn't mean you don't love him. He loves you and he's going to listen to you. And also talk about it with community of believers. You will find somebody saying something to encourage you. And finally, always go to the Word. Mm. The Word of God will help you through. There is nothing you want to have answers to that the Word doesn't have answers to. You want me or not that the consistency of scriptures will always keep you light. So I hope this episode has really, really been a blessing to you. And thank you, Jamie, for coming. I mean, there are things that I picked out from here. I have to go back to my notes and write them down. And most probably maybe preach them in church one day. But I'll make a reference. I don't plagiarize. Okay. (laughs) All right. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this. Like, uh, make a comment, send in your questions, share with a friend, and just understand that God loves you Mm -hmm. and he wants you so much. Uh, keep your focus on Christ. Uh, yeah, I believe all of the things you follow gets. So I'll see you again in the next episode. God bless you and have a wonderful, wonderful day, week, month, year, whatever. God bless you.